rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast to crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling, I'm feeling life. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year, drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. Christian, I ain't seen him in a minute Didn't be on my mind, but that nigga Don't like to listen, Malik too fucking Boring, he always up in his feelings I know Eric got a girlfriend, but I'm The one he be missing, all these niggas Hit me up when they be craving my attention I ain't even let them hit it, got them Sprung with just a friendship, trying to claim me I can't blame them, that's why I just keep my distance If I ever lose my interest, cut him off He and his feelings, these niggas weak Yeah, I was that little nigga that could take a bitch from his big home. Especially if she flexible, I flex. I take both her legs and I put them behind her head like she a pretz. Then I pick her up and I slam her down on her head like I'm a wrestler. Like, mm, trying to kill the pussy, call the ambulance, get a stretch. I be fucking this bitch while he ain't at home. But she got them pics of me in her phone. That man a fool if he don't leave, cause bitch can't leave a nigga alone. She call me. Welcome to another episode of Mother Talks, the safe place for keeping it play where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Uh, it's another week. It's uh, the boy SL, is young Terry on. We don't call him Terry no more. Yes, sir. You just make Terry Cruz, man. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if people can see. I got my Black Panther shirt on. I'm fresh back from a trip to Memphis. I saw the place where they murdered the king, and I'm reinvigorated in my blackness. Not that I never left. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? It's like you got a battery, and my battery got charged up again. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm ready for this election. I'm, re I'm ready to talk this shit. Let's go. 
Okay. Uh, I mean, let's. Uh, I go right into it. You know, I'm gonna go. My keep it funky. Wait, 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 wait. Before you start, Chris, how okay. how are you? Uh, I'm feeling old, man. Um, <laughs> Why are you feeling old? I do, your boy turns a big 3 0 in about a month. Oh, so. yes, sir. My man about to hit the 30, dirty 30. Yeah, 30 in a pandemic. This is whirlwind. Nigga, um, there's places where you could get down, though. There's places yes. where you could do some. I have to figure that out. I haven't really thought about it too much. So, yeah, I've just been worried about myself and trying to get right. I'm back on my, my fitness. I just got done working out. Uh, you know, I had to. Put some bread down on some kettlebells and some weights, man. I'm there you go, them kettlebells, bro. Them kettlebells just sold out across the nation. That's a good investment. Yeah, man. And uh, using the, the tennis court up the street, you know, getting that, getting that work in. I'm not drinking. I'm gonna try not to drink for a whole month and see how that works. I said, see how it works. That's a good reset. Yeah. Before, um, I think two years ago. Two years ago, I was I was pretty I was going pretty hard with the liquor, man. I was like getting drunk on Wednesdays and Thursdays and showing up to work hungover, and I had to like take. I was like, nigga, I need to take some time off on the liquor, and I took I took a whole month. I think me and uh, me and Doc did the shit together, and um, it's it's a good reset. So a good reset, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna do that, man. It's you know it's tough, like, cause you know you be on the weekends, bro, and you ain't got nowhere to go. Let me just pour up a drink. You know what I'm saying, bro? Just, it's so simple, and it make you feel good after the first cup. You be like, yeah, bro, smiling and get warm. Make you. I think that's the best. The that's the best part. Like when you get that first little giggle, or like little, you start laughing when you start getting drunk. You start smiling for no reason. You're like, oh shit, it's lit. So exactly. That's why it's though. Listen, alcohol is an amazing drug, bro. <laughs> Like, that is one of the best drugs. Like, that's why people abuse it so hard, because I say all the time, I would be a great alcoholic. I know why niggas is alcoholics, bro. That shit is lit. It's fun for the most part. Like, a good drunk, a good, a good drunkness is fun, especially during the daytime. I love day drinking. When you're not supposed to be drunk, it's lit, bro. But let me tell you something now. I've learned this, bro. If I drink during the day, it ain't no night. <laughs> like, oh, well, done. Listen, come on. There's no. If I'm drunk, like if I'm like from over five, over number five, over five drunk, there's not gonna be no night activities for me. It's gonna be day I mean, drunk and sleep. That's eat brunch, brunch hard, go to bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna be no night moves, even though we're in a pandemic. Let's say say it wasn't pandemic. If I'm drunk during the day. That's the only activity. <laughs> yeah, we're on a coast. Yeah, but, you know, I like to, you know, because, but you know the spirits when you get the flowing and say there's music, shit. It's over with, bro. You're going to yeah. turn up. But, uh, <laughs> funky, bro. You got something to keep funky about? Yeah. Uh, I just want everybody. Okay, so this is for people that have been aware of the NBA's back. It's actually doing pretty well. Uh, there have been no cases of coronavirus, so it's exceeding my expectations, especially with this bubble. Um, but I want everybody to apologize to Carmelo Anthony. Niggas have been disrespecting my man for months, and probably even the last couple of years, calling him washed, telling him he don't know how to do it, telling him he don't know how to convert to this new game, 
Uh, he's selfish. He's still, he don't want to pass the ball. He don't want to come off the bench, blah, blah, blah. All this fucking shit. My man is hitting game winners. He's hitting clutch shots. And the mm-hmm. Portland, uh, Portland Trailblazers are, what, half a game from in the playoffs? You know what I'm saying? My man, Dollar Dame, uh, CJ McCollum, Gary Trent. I'm not even a Portland Trailblazer fan, but them niggas. You might be one this. Well, you got, obviously, you might be one this, uh, this, this uh, playoff run, this bubble run. But you're right, but niggas need to apologize to Mellow. Hoodie Mellow, Skinny Mellow, Chunky Mellow, every you know Mellow. Every Mellow needs to apologize. Mello, side Baby Mellow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, got a, I got a form I can send out to you where you can apologize to him um, and tell him why you doubted him. And it's okay. Players have down seasons. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to say the man can't play no more. That's just come on now. We got niggas, we got niggas in the league like Jared Dudley that's on a roster. <laughs> Jared Dudley is better they than they always want to shit on Jared, man. Jared, Jared Dudley better than Carmelo Anthony? No, not on any day of the week. All right. Not even on the defensive and nothing. But I, I got a unique perspective because he actually came to the squad that I cheer for. He came to the Thunder for a season. He teamed up with Russ and PG, and we got to the playoffs. But first round, we met the fucking uh, met the fucking horn, not the Hornets, the Rockets, and it was just niggas could not get it together. And um, I thought, and he listen, he looked great all season. He was averaging over twenty, probably like nineteen points a game. His production didn't fall off. It was just that meshing process. And, yeah. and and ever since he left New York, it was just about finding a place for him to fit with other complementary players because the problem with Melo in New York not was that he wasn't good. He didn't have no help. They got him help, and then they shipped him out. They got what they, I think they drafted Porzingis when he was still there, right? Did he ever play with Porzingis? Porzingis got injured. Yeah, I think he played like one season with Porzingis, and they made the playoff. I think. I think they were a high. And season. then, and then Porzingis gets injured the next year. Then Melo gone. So niggas need to say I'm sorry to Melo for sure. Man, but are, uh, we, say, are, we, are we saying New York is a place where stars go to die? New York is a for when it comes to when it comes to basketball. New York is a fucking curse, bro. They like I said, they ain't had no stars since Patrick Ewing, bro. Like, when's the when's the last star they had since Patrick Ewing before Melo? <sighs> to do anything significant. <laughs> they are a cursed franchise, bro. They are cursed. They're cursed more than the fucking Cowboys. They cursed. Well, they got Jeez. bad management all around the board. Porzingis so. wanted out. Porzingis was hurt. He wasn't even playing. He's like, nigga, I don't want to leave here. Um, they don't ever get no... They thought they was going to get <laughs> Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Zion. They didn't get nobody. They got Julius They think they're about to get Giannis. They think they're about to get Giannis. They think they're about to get LaMelo Ball. They're not going to get nobody. I think they have a chance to get LaMelo. So, I, they have a I really think – yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I said I think they have a chance to get LaMelo. LaMelo. Well, listen. Uh, you remember when, the they was, uh, remember when they was telling, uh, telling us Kevin Knox was the next up? Bro. Like, I think we said it on the podcast. We even had Jordan on the podcast to talk about his fandom of the Nick, of, of being a Knicks tape fan, whatever. They hype up everybody. They was talking about the nigga Isozo. They cut that nigga. They was talking about Kevin Knox. <laughs> they talking about Kevin Knox. And shout out to your guy, uh, Porter Jr. 
That nigga had back-to-back 30-point games. Yeah, he's a hooper. He got the they worst skipped on, They skipped on him, even though he was injured. They skipped on him to draft Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox ain't had a 30-point game in his whole career. He been playing. They fought. Listen, back to my love. Back to my love. Niggas owe him an apology, but I do have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think some of this hate for Melo comes from the fact that he had a side baby? Not from men. <laughs> but you, I, but listen, women influence men. And listen, I'm going to be honest. Every woman I talk to about Melo, they bash the shit out of him for that baby. Because they don't watch basketball. They don't watch basketball. But that bashing kind of makes me not want to talk highly. I think maybe it makes some men not want to talk highly of Melo because they'll be like, oh, you like that nigga? The nigga that nigga that, that had a baby on his wife? A lot of niggas have babies on their wives, but that's another story. But listen, Melo is a great, he kept his wife, and now he's he's looking very good in the bubble, man. I, I'm proud. I was always a Melo guy. That's probably why he was off. His home life was in turmoil. People forget about that. And he couldn't play because he was thinking about his, his, his love at home. Bro, that shit was going on when he was with Oklahoma City. First of all, yeah. you're in Oklahoma. You move from New York City to Oklahoma. And then you have turmoil in your house. You're not going to be – and he still produced even through that. So – What a trooper. What a trooper. That motherfucker resilient. Hoodie mellow. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, my man cooking. I'm watching basketball right now. But um, niggas apologize, need to apologize to that man. I'm waiting for your apology. I wish Dow was here so we can both get on there and yell. So, you know what I'm saying? Because Car- Carmelo is our favorite player. And he's a, he's a bucket getter. To this uh, day. To this day. You know what I'm saying? I got I got apology forms for people. I can send them out to y'all. Just holler at me. It's not it's 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 okay to admit you just you were going we're wrong. Yeah, it's okay to admit you're wrong. To uh to hate and not acknowledge your hate. That's oh, hate. And you know what hurt him that, too? That's corny. That's in Houston run he went on. When they when Houston fucking cut him after what? There was it the month, the first month? Yeah, the Houston. owner was on that bullshit. Bro, on some bullshit, bro. Like, that was not his fault that that team was not succeeding. Bro, no way, shape, or form. He needed a, they needed a fall man. And Carmelo was and they, a fall man. They definitely tried to pin that whole shit on him. Talking about his... Listen, Melo did all he could. But they definitely... Remember, bro, I remember a meme they had when he was with the, with, with the Rockets. And it was like a backboard. <laughs> And it was like, where is Melo going to hit? It was every spot that Melo was going to hit besides the rim, because he he didn't he didn't start out very hot that season, but he definitely picked it up. But um, yeah, man, shout out to Melo. I love to see him doing good, man. You know what I'm saying? Hall of Famer, baby. Well, uh, that's all I got for this week, man. You know, it's been quiet around the home front. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Quiet is quiet as peace. Um, yes, but shit, at least your home front has been a uh, quiet. Cause my keep it funky is about somebody's home front not being quiet. Um, because get to it. I'm gonna get to it. I, I guess because I'm a pretty sane person. I don't do. I now at 29 years old, I'm pretty sane. I don't do outlandish shit no more. So hearing about other people's mess kind of is a. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of good to hear about because it ain't got nothing it's to do lit, with me. Right? It's it lit, right? It ain't right? got nothing to do with me. Listen, I'm like, shit. I'm going to tell you, man. Anybody that lie, any man that lie about not wanting to hear the tea, he's a liar. <laughs> but see, tea I don't go looking for it and I don't go, I don't like the mess. 
You like a little mess. I don't you like, like a little the mess. mess. Not including. I mean, but listen, mess is just human nature. So it's like I don't gotta go look for it. It's always right there. But I do enjoy not being a part of the mess. Let me say. Let me say that. Listen, listen. There's a difference between liking the mess and being messy. Don't be okay. messy. You can enjoy the mess. Like yes. if I see the mess in front of you, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And yep. that's a joy and, to your day. And but I'm gonna stay out of the way. Go, don't go out there and start gossiping because that's messy. No there one likes go. a messy person. Don't be a man and gossip. But uh, that's why I usually watch, you know what I'm saying, shows like Love After Lockup, 90 Day Fiance, all the reality shit. That's what I 90 watch. 90 Day Fiance is lit. I'm, that, that shit is crazy. Have you been watching? Have you been watching? Have you been watching? Sorry, before, I, before you get back to that. Have you watching Marriage Boot Camp, bro? Yo, that shit is the fakest, wildest, like, I feel drained. Yo! I'm like, I haven't, I'm not, I stopped watching after the second episode, but I'm, I'm going to catch up because I've been watching other shows, you know, a lot of good shit has dropped. But, um. That shit is nuts, bro. That shit is nuts. First of all, Hazel E. We're going to take a break to talk about Hazel E. <laughs> this is the most delusional bitch I have ever, have ever seen on television in my life. And she's been delusional since she was on Love & Hip Hop. She thought she was a rapper. She thinks she's popular and everybody hate on her. Nobody is hating on you or creating you are creating in your head enemies. Yes. And I feel, I always try to feel like, who are these people in high school? I'm like, you couldn't have been, you couldn't have got, she's seeking, she's so much seeking attention. I'm like, you couldn't have got a lot of attention when you were growing up. You couldn't have. Because, bitch, nobody is checking for you or your nigga. She's like, I think he's with me for the clout. Bitch, what clout? I say that every episode. What clout? That has to be, that's, that's definitely a storyline. You're loving hip hop clout? That shit ain't gonna get you far. That shit ain't gonna get you. Ain't shit. Nobody for Hazel E for a clout. And if you think that's the clout you need, you are sick. Sick. And my man Corrupt is a whole alcoholic. That nigga got. I just corrupt. want him to do better. I, he can't do better. That nigga is. Listen, he, is, he was a famous 90s rap nigga. He was on Death Row Records. In his mind, he's still. That nigga, and he is that nigga, but that the way he talked to his girl, bro. <laughs> he when said, he's not drinking, I he's just really sincere. He's a nice man. You can tell he loves his woman. But when that alcohol talk to him, bro, he be like, "Well, go ahead and leave." <laughs> he's like, "What you gonna do? Leave? We didn't leave, yo." He's talking corrupt. to me disrespectful. Who that somebody talking to me disrespectful like that? Like, and, then, oh my God. and then, and then Willie, Willie hairline painted on so badly. You were at the whole show. No, he the first episode, his that that jing was popping. I saw the jing in the beard. Bro, it's something about LA. It just turned niggas into cornballs on a level. Like, if you're not like a real LA nigga, niggas that relocate to LA, it turned them into weird versions of themselves, bro. I'm I'm seeing on TV because I'm like, yo, Willie, you are a vocalist, you can sing. You was in day 26 that had a little run. But you going out there, you used to become a reality nigga. Whatever you got to do to pay the bills, bro. I fucking, I do, I do a lot of shit to pay the bills right now that's shit. I understand. But, well, who else on that goddamn show? Portia not yeah. giving my man no coochie. That's got to be a storyline. That nigga is begging for cookie. Some, some pussy. He's like, I'm here whenever you want to give me pussy. I'm, I support you. I love you. You're kind. No pussy for him. Like, in my mind, I'm like, bro, like, you're not an ugly man you can pull up on some jumps. Like, what's about Portia? See, that's when it all comes full circle. It's television. It come back for the TV. Yeah. I but guess I will say one story. thing. I was, uh, her name's not Portia. What her name? 
You still you talking about the other joint from uh 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 lo, not love of hip hop in my name. Real Housewives. Yeah, Housewives, so yeah. But uh whatever that what is her name? Phaedra. Phaedra, I'm sorry. I but I will say Phaedra. one thing about Phaedra. Phaedra, thick as hell. If you look at if you listen, they be getting some shots. They don't be getting yeah. them shots. Phaedra is thick no, as no, very no, no. She is correct. She got the donkey. And she's very pretty. I love this little southern accent. I see why he waiting. But shit, I, three months is the limit. <laughs> shit. Like she like she must have like did like a tease on him or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let me show you so what you what you should wait for. Or giving him hand jobs, really good hand jobs. I don't think she's giving him hand jobs, bro. I feel like he Bro, he know, he bro. holding off for that TV check, bro. It gotta be the check, bro. It gotta be the it check. It gotta be the check. Because that's what I'm saying, though. Ain't nobody fucking married. It's one married couple on the whole marriage boot camp. That's when I was like, oh, this shit is super gay. Yeah. <laughs> There's one married couple. Let <laughs> me start talking about mess. Let me get back to real life mess. <laughs> My Keep It Funky is about stalkers. And I'm talking, if any of our listeners have ever stalked somebody, there's a proper way to stalk somebody. And it's not in real life. And there's a safe distance you're supposed to keep as a stalker. And I don't even call it stalking. Maybe it's checking in. The only thing that you should, that you're allowed to do to follow somebody is literally following them online. Go to someone's page for once in a while, check in, see what they're doing. Maybe somebody you don't follow. That's the only acceptable level of stalking. But Chris, there are real world, real life stalkers in the world, bro. Yes. People that people that follow people, people that sit outside people's jobs, people that people that make fake accounts. Like I don't do none of that shit. So it's so crazy the idea of people doing it. But I had a situation recently with somebody that I work with. They told me about a situation where someone made a fake account and was DMing a girl that they talked to that, yeah, are you talking to so-and-so? I saw y'all at the park together. And I saw him go, I saw you go back to his crib and then put his address. And this dude, oh, I just gave the sex of the person away, but put the person's address. And the person just moved back to the city. So no one really has the address. So they're like, literally someone is following them. And that shit hit me in a place where I was like, you know what? I actually know multiple people who've had stalkers. And I just didn't know how real the stalk game was. Cause I ain't never stalked nobody besides checking in on somebody's page. I ain't never followed nobody. I never sat outside nobody's job or house or, or followed them to the store. But what, what do you think makes a person stalk somebody? Is it just <sighs> physical? But see, some people stalk people they ain't never even had sex with. So that's mental illness. That's like it gotta be mental illness. It's for sure mental illness. But it's like one of the most dangerous kinds of mental illness because, like, you making up delusions in your head and then you start, just like that show You, I never, I saw, like, probably two episodes of it. But once I saw the, once I was explained the links that that guy went to to do things, I was like, this is, oh. this is, this is That's insane. A great, it's a good show. You was a good show. You was a good show. Yeah, no, the episodes I watched, I was like, damn, he did what? When? What? How? So, but the fact that that shit's not just a depiction on television. They're real black people. This ain't just white people. Black people stalking people, female and male, female and male alike, stalking. This shit is, I'm like, I don't know. My, my keep it funky is, I guess, just keep your stalking to online. <laughs> don't stalk in real life. 
And then if you feel like you're forming an unhealthy habit of following or looking at someone's profile or even worried about someone else where whereabouts you need to go talk to somebody man talk to because because i know that these stalkers are not telling their friends that they stalking people oh why would you tell somebody that you stalked somebody like yo because you know, what you do, what you do today man i stopped this for about 33 hours you know what i'm saying light day bro the <laughs> thing is we have real life stakeouts in the car like they're cops they will sit and have a whole snack so like yeah she she went into work at seven yeah she gets <laughs> off at 4 30. nigga that is, and I really yeah. want the listeners to talk, talk to me back about this because I didn't know stalking was so prevalent. I didn't know. I don't stalk nobody. We got to ask, what is the income of a person that stalks? You got to be that's, jobless. That's another jobless. thing, bro, because you got too much. That's because the, the person I work with was talking. I was like, yo, who has time to do this shit? Who has time to make a fake profile, send DMs, follow you to the, on dates, follow you home? What do you do for a living? Nothing. You gotta be broke. You gotta be broke. You gotta be broke. That's the first. I was like, nigga, they gotta have no money, bro. Because I'm focused on too many. I'm focusing on advancing myself so much. I cannot obsess about nobody else. Even, even my significant other. Like, I'm not gonna stalk you, baby. Even the emotional and the physical bandwidth, my nigga. Like, to give up your whole day and mentally only think about one person that you have no physical or emotional ties to or or not anymore because a anymore. lot of stalkers is former lovers but that's cool keep your stalking to twitter man it's what they call twatching just twatch listen a good twatch would just get you the day you know you can lose a good 30 minutes off a good twatch or a good yeah go down a little rabbit hole shit, you know what i'm saying but like keep and it then, like listen and then doing that doing that when you twatch it should re hit you like Oh, that's why I don't fuck with this bitch. Like, <laughs> but I think for some people with that mental illness, they'd be like, oh, yeah, she went out to Panera today. Mm, what she get? I'm going to get the same thing. And they eat it at the same time she eats it so that we can, like, it's like we're having lunch together. Bro, it's a sick, that's, that's my keep it funky. It's a sick world full of sick people. This is a sick, sick world. This is a sick time, bro. If you have any time to create fake pages and follow people and stalk people, you're sick. You're sick. Mm. Now, I might listen. I can't even say what I'm about to say. <laughs> but checking in on someone's page is okay. That's Following right. somebody, whereabouts, and it's, it's, a, it's a thin line, baby. It's is a it stalking they owe you money? The stalking they mm. owe you money? Well, see, that's proper stalking. You're supposed to stalk niggas like that. <laughs> Yeah, I seen I seen you took a trip, but you ain't give me my three hundred dollars that you asked to pay your rent for the other month. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's appropriate. You know what? That's appropriate stalking. There you go. Another time that's appropriate to stalk if someone owes you money, or they borrowed something of yours that is of high value, or they physically hurt you. I feel like if somebody physically hurt me or someone I love, I'm stalking too. Oh yeah, see, and I think I advocated on a podcast a while ago, like. Niggas be wanting revenge in the wrong ways. Nah, if you want to get your revenge, damn, I'm, I might be making a case for a good stalker. Like, say someone does something racist against you, right? <laughs> they, they do something very prejudiced. They cross the yeah. line. I was like, instead of arguing with the Karen in the parking lot, get into your car, spin the block, wait for her to leave, follow her to her house, then egg her house. 
boom, that's a perfect time to stalk somebody. You know what I'm saying? You saw, I seen a video of this dude, he was wide, uh, the, the family, the little girl was writing Black Lives Matter on, on the sidewalk in front of her house. The nigga came by with a water bottle and was wiping away the Black Lives Matter shit. Stalked that motherfucker to his house and spray paint Black Lives Matter on his garage door. That's a good time to stalk somebody. You know what I'm saying? Justify stalking. Not these creepy sexual fantasy stalkings or like you're, you're trying to ruin some other person's relationship because they happy and you unhappy. That's, God, get your life together. Get, get a life. Shit. I'm trying to buy me a yacht. <laughs> nigga, I ain't got time to be worried, worried about no fucking bitch or no niggas. Shit, it's a shame. Sorry, random question. Well, yeah, random question. Have you watched a old movie that you grew up on recently? Mm, not recently. The reason I bring that point up, because for some reason, uh, I wanted to watch Double Dragon, right? I don't even know what the fuck Double Dragon is. Oh my God, you don't know Double Dragon? Do you know the, 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 the video game? Let me Google this right now. Double continue, Dragons was continue a talking. game in the 90s. Double, Double Dragons was a video in a game, a video game in the 90s. It's based around two brothers. Uh, I think they were broken apart at birth, but they had uh, two medallions that were in like a... Oh, wait, hold up. My, pause. My, my, uh, my power just went out. So oh, wow. <laughs> I lost the Wi-Fi for a second, but the power just came back on, so it's okay. Okay, but I'm here. Well, uh, Double Dragons was a movie based off a video game, right? If you don't know it, you can look it up. But Double Dragons was a okay. Movie I see it right? now. Yeah. Okay, Double Dragon. Uh, I don't remember this. It. I watched it a couple of days ago, and rewatching, I'm like, this movie is trash. Like it everything. Looks trash. I'm looking it, at it, it, this shit right now. Like I remember watching it growing up. I was like, "Oh, it's so fire!" Like it was a, a video game I played. I thought it was the dopest thing in my life. Uh, growing up watching, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "This movie is so bad." And I'm and I'm I'm scared to revisit old movies that we grew up on because I don't want to have 2020 eyes and bro, a lot of them are trash. The trash of it. Scared. I do have a movie like that, but not one that I watched recently. But back, you know, you just rewatch shit. You be like, "This shit is corny." Like I used to love a movie, um, "Cop in the Half," with uh, Burt Reynolds and a little black kid. <laughs> and I'm looking at this shit now, and I'm like, "The little black kid was mad disadvantaged, and this shit is not a like. Where's his family? This nigga was with a cop the whole movie." <clears throat> but yeah, and I. Not recently, but maybe maybe I should go back and revisit some of my childhood favorites and see if they hold up or not. Yeah, a lot of movies on. Hold That'd be up. a good little something to do on a Saturday, you know, little chills. Damn, so you trying to ruin his childhood? Why don't you? You should just let your childhood lay, man. Let it be what it was. That's what I'm saying. No, no, that's that's my uh, is another keep it funky. I was like, well, I might just keep movies in the tuck and keep that nostalgia factor because I can't do it. I can't do it. And watch, you know, rewatch my old movies that I used to love and realize this shit was fucking horrendous. And mm-hmm. they should not have ever put this back on. This should never <laughs> uh, the children in the first place. Yeah, man. See, like, I watched Clueless a couple of days ago. I watched nah, Clueless. Nah, don't, don't try to disrespect Clueless, bro. I'm, no, 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 no. 
I'm not disrespecting Clueless. The only thing I'm disrespecting is that they had a weird ass Cher and her brother-in-law relationship. Yeah, it'd be shit. That was weird as like, shit. Wait, that's her. Like she grew up with that nigga. Like yeah, like y'all were technically family at one point. I guess you're not blood, but he calls your dad dad, and he's like, fucking him. That's weird. And I don't think we addressed that, like, really. The, no no one ever addressed that. Even in the movie, they barely addressed it. He's like, he's like a brother to me. But then he's like, he's kind of cute. I'm like, that's some incest vibe, bro. It's low-key, right? It's like, okay, as long as I wasn't tripping. Because when I watched no, I was no, like, yo, no. that's kind of weird. Everything in that movie still is pretty cool, you know? They, they yeah. never acknowledge it. It aged pretty stuff. well. It aged pretty but, well. Um, Except that part. I was like, yo, that's yeah. kind of nasty. But, like, bro, you fuck, you, you, you're trying to fuck your, your stepbrother. But, um... Yeah, so maybe we should let some things lie, but that might be a little fun thing to do. Go back and listen and watch some old shit that you really fuck with and be like, whether that shit still hold up. They're trying That's to do that. They're trying to do that. The thing, thing what they're trying to do that with. And I want them to stop. Oh, just see. But like, I feel like them black shows, they always are because I feel like black, most of the time the black shows do hold up because I'll rewatch some old black shows. Like, I was watching Living Single the other day. And I was like, this shit is still relevant. Like, they're talking about issues that still, like, Shorty was uh, dating a married man. And I was like, yeah, this shit still, this is some shit that 2020, somebody still could go through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Moesha aged pretty well. Um, and they always speak up on racial issues. They always yes. speak up on it. you like, yeah, they've been, like, we've been saying this shit. Anytime you watch it, you're like, yeah, we've been saying this shit. I mean, we say this every time, every time we have these conversations. I'm like, we don't just be saying shit for no reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's in every it's been years. Every, every media outlet we have, we say, like, yo, white people have been abusing us. But, you know, people don't listen. Maybe sometimes the content's too good. They just don't want to listen. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Shout out to you for that, for bringing that to people. Go watch your ocean and see if it's trash or not. Yeah, man. But, uh, what, uh, <laughs> uh, what topics, uh, what has been bothering you with the news cycle this week, Terry? Um, which was always fucking bothering me. That nigga is not, I swear to God, he's not a, like, that nigga's stupid, bro. He don't even know how to talk to people or about things. He never addresses no issue. We just need to get him out of office. We definitely need to, I need to make sure everybody's registered to vote. Um, um, something that really just happened, it, it has nothing to do with America, really, that explosion in Beirut, which was fucking the scary, some of the scariest shit I've ever seen, like real life shit. Like you seen a fire, then you seen that explosion, and you just seen the motherfucking impact of that shit. That shit was scary as a bitch. And yeah. I, I, I know it had to be. They're talking about it was just a storage of some chemicals that were on the dock. But prayers go to Lebanon. Prayers go to Beirut. And everybody got families in those countries and all the people of those countries because it's crazy out here, bro. And during the pandemic. Prayers to everybody, man. That shit was nuts, bro. Like, it, that looked like a nuclear bomb type of. Bro, that just like just the fact that I've never seen that type of destructive power with my own two eyes. You know what I'm saying? You see remade shit in movies or like in video games or something, but that's a real live video of, that's the biggest bomb I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, me too. Besides like an old nuclear bomb test video, that was some like, and then you see how the buildings just shake. You see all the, like, I've seen at least five different videos of people from different angles. And you see 
the impact of how that fucking wave just hit. Buildings like crumbled, bro. Like, mm, praise to those people, man. You know, every, every at the end of every month, niggas is like, all right, such and such month. Please hold it down. Please don't be on some bullshit. And we're five days into August. and Bro, 2020, bro. Put this shit in rice. Return that shit to the sender. God, like, God is really, God is not happy. <laughs> like, he is, like, he's not happy with niggas, bro. Like, everybody need to change their way of life, bro. I'm like, everybody needs to change them because something is not right. Something is wrong. Man, to anybody, to everybody that makes it through this year, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm blessing. I'm, you know, I, I want the Lord's blessing to make sure everybody makes it through this year. But when we make it through this year, you don't have to do the biggest. We praise. gonna fucking celebrate, bro. Do like fuck. praise, fucking celebrate. Um, just to stick with the little, uh, since we're talking about world issues, um, like I said, the election is coming up. And it seems we have candidates. Seems like we know who the candidates are. Who are the candidates, Chris? Why don't you say their names for the people? Uh, Sleepy Joe Biden. Stop calling him man Sleepy. <laughs> You're going with the propaganda. Okay, Sleepy Joe Biden and um, I don't know what Donnie's Donnie's name. I like uh, Michael Rapper. We'll be calling him Dick Stain Donald. <laughs> Dick staying down. Okay. Okay. The human cheeto. So the human cheeto, you know what I'm saying? The the mayonnaise, Mussolini, whatever. It's a lot of names for him. But uh Baby B. Baby B. The the the, <laughs> the mail order bride getter, the fucking that nigga slow. He's definitely on some type of drugs. You can't tell me he's not on drugs. But um those are the two candidates we got, right? So I was thinking, I was like, damn, it's like they really have made our choices for us when it comes to who we had to pick from already. So it's like Same we had the so. primary. They had we had the primary for the Democrats and they got my man, they got Bernie out of there. That's why I was looking for. They got, you know what I'm saying, Kamala, um, and all the other runners, Andrew Yang, all those people out. But I was like, damn, like I still I feel like it's right back to the last election. I was like, damn, we gotta pick between Donald and Hillary. And Joe is not looking good. Joe is saying he's trying to fucking have some vigor and rise up and talk stuff back to Trump, but it's not his bag. And he, you could tell he's not in his bag. But I want to ask you a question and then the uh -huh. listener's question too. Like, if you had a candidate that you could nominate, political person or not, but someone that you think could do a good job of leading this country right now during this time, who would you nominate? to put on the presidential ballot to go up against, to go in with these two people who we already know are going to be on the ticket. Somebody in the world. Um, Kamala Harris would be my president and Donald, uh, Adam Sterling. No, Adam, 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 Adam Silver. Silver? Adam Silver would be my VP. That's a good one. That is a good one. So you got a black woman. I think Kamala she, Harris... Kamala Harris is, uh, she leans, she's like a very moderate Democrat, but leans closer to the other side, uh, to the uh, kind of far left. I so guess. you went with a politician, one politician, though. She's a, she is an actual politician. Yeah. yeah but I like yeah. where you're going with that, though. Yeah, Adam Silver, from what he has done with the NBA, it's like, okay, that's real leadership. 
with and be innovative. For sure. And the actually, problem with politics is it's not innovative. Niggas have been doing the same thing for centuries and niggas is tired of it. But like you said, the establishment puts does whatever they fucking want us to do and we have to deal with it. So mm-hmm. I think it's very And then you're nominated so a, a white man, but a white man that's that's a minority. I believe he's a Jew. And I know that. So Kamala, Kamala and Adam. I like I like you going with uh, Adam because it's like they he actually enacted something that worked during this pandemic. Like he kind of addressed all the issues that we're going through. We're going through social justice change. We're going through this pandemic, and they were able to come together and come up with a plan that seems to be working. The experiment is is, is on and rolling. I'm actually sitting here, got the TV in the background playing the NBA, and it's like. They're still taking every moment to acknowledge what's going on in this country when it comes to social injustice. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's admirable, especially for a league that's all about money. You know what I'm saying? We live in a capitalist society. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know who I would pick. He listens. Like, players uh, tell them them how they feel all the time, and he actually listens. So that's very important. A lot of politicians, most politicians don't listen. That's a fact, because... I'm definitely like I, I'm, I'm asking this question because like I'm really like not feeling none of the leadership in the Democratic Party at all, like whether it's Pelosi, Schumer, you know what I'm saying I'm not rocking with none of this. I'm like these niggas is not showing up like they're supposed to be showing up, like they're not combating it. They're coming up, like you said, the ideas. They're not coming with the creative ideas that I want to see, bro. And yeah. Biden is Biden is establishment. Like Biden is the nigga they made the crime bill. Biden is they 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 put him next to Obama because he was gonna be the look that they wanted him to be for to go to compliment Obama. But it's like that motherfucker looks shaky, bro. He looks so shaky. Who do I want to be in that? Yep. Hmm. I want like I want somebody that's like a really good like. That I would that I that I would look at as a leader that personifies leadership, cause damn sure these motherfuckers ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. What about Diddy? <laughs> uh, nah, I wouldn't do Diddy. Everything, <laughs> that, <laughs> everything that Eddie, everything that Diddy touches kind of dies. So okay, I'm just I'm just spitball. I'm just throwing shit up against the wall. We're gonna see what sticks. Um. I don't know, like, I feel like an activist might be good, like, somebody who's who's already, like, a full-time activist who fights for change might be good, but I'm, like, trying to think of a good, prominent leader that, that does that. What about, like, Killer Mike? Or, like, he's, uh... He's cool. Uh, what's the name? I'm asking this question. I really don't have an answer right now, but I think I there are... I, I know there are options out there. We need to make a fucking list, bro. I know there are options out there, bro. Whether it be some district attorneys in some states or like some yeah, I think something most important. We need somebody like I understand. So there's two two sides of this coin, right? We're tired of the establishment and like these old school politicians and the way they've been doing things because it's like a, you're insulting our intelligence because we want things to happen and you continue to give us this bullshit. But yeah, then bullshit like ass bullshit. But then we don't want. I guess you said. So this experiment of a non-politician getting into politics isn't necessarily working. 
So what nah. do we do? Do we, go, do we go to the, do we go back to establishment with the politician, which is, I guess, Sleepy Joe? And I think... I think the system is so. Hear me? Uh, you're breaking up. Can you hear me now? Let me go back on the Wi-Fi because I think my shit cut back on. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right, bet. But yeah, so we don't want to pause you talking about Sleepy Joe. But we had. But America's gone through this uh, experiment of a non-politician, mm-hmm. quote-unquote non-establishment. And in my yeah. opinion, this is, experiment is not working. So what do we do now? If you're just like, I want better for this country, you go with the establishment and get another politician. Do you say anybody else want to throw the hat in the ring to see if they can make this shit shake? But that's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody fucking throwing their goddamn hat in the ring. But like, oh, this is a person right. I did think of. Ice Yeezy. Cube. Yeezy? Yeezy, man, get the fuck out of here, bro. That nigga is not stable. That nigga gonna have kids going to school in bubbles. Which not might not be a horrible idea. I'm just saying, Yeezy. He did throw his hat in the ring, but then he proceeded to cry on stage. That's not the leader that we need. Can't be crying on stage. You did Obama ever emotion. cry? Have you ever seen a president cry? They should cry, no, but they don't need to be 20, doing no I'm television. I'm only 29 years old, so I've only seen like three presidents, to be honest. Yeah. Yeezy ain't the one. I don't know, bro. Okay, Ice Cube been talking really good shit. Well, I don't really think there's an, I don't know if there's an answer to the question because we're really not going to get any of these requests that we put out. It's Joe Biden or Trump. That's what we're stuck. That, that is our options. No, but I yeah. would have really liked to see Bernie. I think Bernie should be the fucking president. That's who the fuck I think I voted, the president. I mean, to be honest with you, I voted for Bernie, but... I voted for him, too, in the primaries. Bernie, two things for me. I feel like they kind of fucked Bernie over the establishment, the Democratic establishment. But then, two, I think Bernie is a little bit too radical for, like, the average American. So the average American, where most of the votes are going to be at, so my experience are going to be in that moderate area. Like they can go to both sides, whatever. Um, you know, they're they're leaning right in the middle. Which he's is so true. far left. He's so far left that I don't think that people are really fucking with him. But we've had really conservative presidents. Like we've had them. And then the presidents that they sell to us as progressive are never really progressive. Clinton wasn't. Obama really wasn't. Yeah, Obama wasn't progressive at all. They're, like. And then um before then went right back to Bush, who was hella conservative. Like, so it's like I want radical change. I want radical change. I want somebody that can shake it up. And I feel like Bernie was that guy, but the system is so entrenched in what it is that it's like it's almost won't let anybody get in there that's really different. The fact that Trump got in there is because we because because it was just a direct um trying to balance out the equation of a black man. So they'll take anybody as long as not a nigger. So that's what Trump is. Trump is the direct, yeah. the equation trying to balance out itself with Obama. But this election is coming and we're going to have to cast our vote for somebody. And they're only giving us two people. And 
I don't want to hear that lesser of two evil shit this election, bro. I don't want to hear that shit. Even though it may be true, I don't want to hear it. Listen, I try not to be super radical on this. I'm I'm on the same wavelength you are, brother. Like people are like, well, I'm gonna go vote for the independent. And I understand in any other situation, I'm not telling you who you can't vote for. In any other situation, I think, you know, if you wanted to vote for independent, go ahead and do that. But in this situation, in this particular election, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you vote for anybody that's out besides Donald Trump, or if you, if you don't vote for anybody that uh, is in opposition for Donald Trump, i.e. Joe Biden, that gives Donald Trump votes or like, you know, you're taking votes away from the opposition. So if you vote for independent, yeah, they're splitting it. You're, getting, you're splitting the vote, which means it gives him, him and his base more opportunities to win because the public, Republicans, from what we have seen, they're going to come out and vote regardless, and they're, they're party over self, so they're going to ride for their party regardless. So if you take that kind of that thought in mind, you vote for anybody else that isn't Joe Biden. If you are a Democrat, if you want to get Trump out, you're splitting the vote, which which is ideally what Kanye West is doing. Yeah, but see, Kanye is not fucking stable, bro. Jay-Z, or like, I don't like, I don't want to look to entertainment because these people don't, haven't studied enough. They don't know enough. That's why Trump is doing what the fuck he's doing. He don't know shit. He ain't never studied shit. He don't even read. They talk about the press briefings he get every morning. He don't even read them shits. <laughs> like, so it's like, you need someone who is an intellectual person. You don't need someone who's just charismatic and then like not doesn't have that intellectual side to them. So like from the from the candidates that like the Democrats presented, I like I, I, I like Kamala, I like Bernie, I liked um I did not like Cory Booker. Um it's corny. Yeah, he he didn't seem authentic either. You know what I'm saying? But like often oh, this is the perfect thing to to come into this conversation. Um, I listened to another podcast, Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, Revisionist History. And he talked about an experiment that uh, they did where people, he did it in high schools, like with, uh, what do they call that? The college, the, the government shit, the high school government, what do they call it? Student government. Student government. So like, basically, instead of people running campaigns, they, um, they had people who wanted to be in office. They, and then it met the requirements, like you had a certain grade program, they put your name into a hat. And basically, the leaders were chosen by lottery. So you had to nominate. So you you said you rose your hand, say like I would like to be part of the student government. You put your you put your name in the hat. I like to be president. I like to be secretary. And they randomly drawed your name out the hat. So and what he found through this experiment was that when you when they thought that oh we're not going to get the best leaders, the people are going to be shy, they're not going to be up to the challenge. But most of the time, the people that were randomly selected through the lottery. They did a great job, and they actually stepped up to the challenge and proved themselves, like, and they did great in student government. So it's like you're kind of weeding out the people who don't want to do it. So just like the Democratic nominees, everybody who wants to be president, put your name in a hat, and out of the hat will pick who the fuck wants to do it. And did, now this is a crazy experiment. We try to do it on a bigger scale and not just in student government. But I was like, the idea of campaigning it kind of it kind of puts that's why Trump did so good because he was so good on that fucking stage riling people up people actually believed him but obviously this nigga's not the fucking best leader he's the probably the worst person that should have been getting got the nomination but he just beat out everybody with fucking charisma 
or whatever yeah. the fuck that shit was, or hate. Well, it was hate. Hate and bigotry. He leaned into the bad part of people who didn't like the black president, and he beat, and he won. So it's like, maybe we need to reevaluate the way we pick our leaders. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, this shit ain't working. It's not. It's not. This shit ain't fucking working. Mm-hmm. The election coming was it ninety days, nigga. It's fucking. It's fucking August right now. You know, you know what? I I just got on Twitter. I I haven't verified this is uh verified this. It could be bullshit left leaning, but there's a news oh. story, from the New York Times that says Kanye West presidential bid revealed as a highly coordinated Republican operation to suppress black vote for Biden. What we have to talk. Thank you. Mm. But. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I want to be, you know, I just see the news, you know, say you got to be very critical of the media. Yes, you do. They they have hidden agendas. So, you know what? To be continued on. (laughs) But that's just one of the trending topic right now. But like you, you just, you spoke that before that story came on, like it's splitting up the vote amongst black people. Like, so half the vote goes to Biden and half the vote goes to Kanye or some other candidate. That's splitting up the Democratic's base vote, and the, the same number of people are still going to vote for Trump. Trump wins by default because Biden don't get enough votes. It's like, I, th- I think that Trump has done so bad, and he's continued to do so bad during this um, pandemic and all this shit is going on, that he's really looking funny in the light. He's been looking funny in the light from day one. But I think that the country is seeing that because their pockets are getting affected. When, yeah, man, listen. When the economy is bad, it's not going to be good. For the for the president, and, and if if he was the guy that ran off, he was the businessman. Like you know what I'm saying, like he's a billionaire. He knows how to run business, and he ran, <laughs> he ran the country like his business, which he has known to fail a couple businesses. And um, I think that's really affecting people's idea of whether people are broke, people are hungry, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. need assistance. The government's not giving them. People are dying, regardless of how you feel about if the COVID is real or not. Uh, people are dying from other reasons. You know, people are not happy. So it's a, uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, this is a, I think every time there's an election year, it's just like people are always tense, you know, and um, shit like this happens. So we'll see, man. I, regardless of who you vote for, please go out and vote. Vote. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. I wonder if he's gonna go out very go out easily if he does lose. I'm scared to see what happens. Yo, that's crazy! Like the idea that he might not try to give up the office. Yeah, I'm I'm actually scared to see what happens if he does lose, and then like niggas get in the street and start rioting or something like that, like the alt right or whatever. Like, so also if you are legally able to purchase a firearm, it's it's scared. It's weird to have to tell you to protect yourself. Protect yourself. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Protect your neck. Especially in November when that time comes, it's going to be turbulent regardless of who wins or who not, especially if Trump loses. Exactly. Like, Change your power. I feel like, yeah, I feel power. Like, like Trump or loses is going to be sick in these streets. So you better protect your house, protect your family, keep that thing on you. Learn yeah, people, fight. it's like either way. People might be emboldened because like, oh, yeah, Trump won again. We can do what we want to do. Or people might be angry. You know how the motherfuckers like to like orchestrate shit. Yeah, like bro. plant. You know what I'm saying? Try to start. Bro, did riot. you see the news, man? 
You see the news a white man shot shot at cops with an AK and they took him took him he didn't bro, get killed. They don't kill white people the same way they kill niggas, bro. It's just a fact. I seen a while I seen all the wildest shit about white people with guns and the police be like trying to calm them down. Shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> the fuck? Bro, that nigga got that man has a gun, be like, no, he's not good mentally. Oh, he's not good mentally, but fucking George Floyd. You put him in the fucking back, put his this shit is so fucking frustrating, bro. It's frustrating. Equal yeah. protection under law, equal treatment. I want somebody that's gonna stand up for the people who've been getting treaded on. Stand up for the and say talking about the real shit. That's why I kind of said Ice Cube name earlier because he said something that I think is very important. Closing the wealth gap. The people, the people that are poor in this country and needy, they do not need to be as poor as they are. The people hate socialism, they hate socialist existence, they hate, they hate uh, welfare, but if, if only 1%, and I want to get the stats for this, for this podcast, if only 1% of people hold over 80% of the wealth, what the fuck do you think is going to happen at the bottom? People are fighting over scraps. People are dying for nothing. People are, come on, son. Simple, it's not man. rocket science, bro. It's not it's rocket simple, science. What do you think is going to happen you know if you make people fight over scraps? They're going to die for a little stupid shit. Or they're, they're going to die or they're going to start revolting. And a revolution exactly. is going to happen. So you pick and choose. Like, it's, like, I'm middle class right now. I say I'm middle class. I'm doing all right. But, like, I'm not the 1%. Like, I, you know, if, if I lose my job, I say, you know, I'll be homeless in two months or whatever. You know what I'm saying? As most Americans. Or if I get sick or something like that, or parents get sick and I got to start shelling out money, I might be homeless. I might be poor. Like, the average person, I think they said the average American is a one paycheck from being in poverty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Talk about it. So, like, yeah, man. Like, it's, it's simple math, man, in my opinion, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to take care of the people. Get rich. And I, th- I think people are scared, like, of the idea of, like, socialism or Marxism, because there are bad examples, like in Russia and China and shit like that. Like I was tra- I was talking to Mecca about it. I was like, I'm not saying I want to be a socialist country, but if you look at what works well in some of those countries for socialism, it's only mm-hmm. smart to take what's, what works well and bring it to what works. And we have a lot of that stuff already. People act like there's not, like we don't have forms of socialism in this country already. There's a lot of programs where people get free money and free food. What do you think government assistance is? It's a form of socialism. So I think these keywords that people get in on, like especially the fucking white people, we don't want the socialists. These are socialists. Da, da, da. So some socialist stuff is probably helping you and helped your family get to the point where they're at where maybe they don't need those things. But I'm trying to tell you, you have to take care of the poor people in your country. That You have to take care of the people who can't take care of themselves. First of all, if it's, it's the right thing to do. You, you don't want people to become dependent on the government. You want to assist people to where they can help themselves. But, yeah. mm, come on, son. This is, this, is, this, is, this is the country we live in. And, by no, and it's just like America has been capped and talking on this big shit about how great they are and how free and a, a land of opportunity. All the shit that we have pushed under the rug for all these years, it ain't no more fucking room under the goddamn rug. <laughs> you keep pushing, you, there ain't no more room, bro. Why do you think yeah. Trump? Trump is a side effect. Trump yeah. is a side effect. He's not the cause, and now he's he's causing his own shit because you know what I'm saying. Side effects cause other problems. 
But I'm just trying to tell you, man, this country has to right its wrongs. And this goes back to, you know, I, I've asked this question about Black people. Why are we in the state that we are in this country? And, like, why do we be enslaved? And I'm like, yo, damn, what did Black people do in the universal law, like, in the universe's eyes, for our people to be put into the condition they were put into in America? I was like, what was the original sin that caused people to fall into what they fell into? I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'm sure there was some sin. But this country has original sin that it needs to address. Yeah. And that's it gets the, back. That's the question that, that's a million dollar question, billion dollar, trillion dollar question. What did black people do? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of theories on that. You know, I, I'm not going to get into no conspiracy. It's, it's weird spiritual shit, whatever. But it's like, there's something, we, we have a documented evidence of the, the things this country has done to its people, to its to the black to the black people, to black people that they brought in, to Native Americans, to every minority and things that they allowed to happen. Like I said, I just went to Memphis, went to the Civil Rights Museum. It is well documented all the bullshit that this country allowed to happen and and basically funded. And you think that's it? You think you could just oh yeah, well you have rights now, so forget about it. That's not how this shit works. You get in a fight with your girl, you get in a fight with your girl, and then 20 minutes later, you think she's going to forget about it? No, no, sir. What the fuck? She remember that? She, she, she's right in it. It takes one second for her to get right back into that moment. The fuck? Yep. And people are the same. Like, I don't know why we, we fight so much against, like, we don't understand the nature of people. People don't forget. Scars, scars are generational. The fuck? I, I go back to that motherfucking picture. There's pictures of crowds of white people standing around the dead bodies of black people having a good old time, dancing and having a fucking good time. You think, you think that wound is going to heal in 160 years? Not even 160 years. Shit, Jim Crow just fucking ended 40 years, 50 years ago. Fuck out of here, bro. Uh, it's really know, fuck Trump and fuck Biden, bro. It's really it's, it's that's why I'm really it's mad. Them, like, it's both fuck them. It's it's fine to say fuck both them niggas, but you understand the long game. Like like I don't fuck with Joe Biden. You don't fuck with Joe Biden. Most people don't fuck with Joe Biden. But we know that if we get another four years of this nigga, it's gonna be nuts. Nigga, nigga, the pandemic is gonna be the least of niggas worry. <laughs> niggas gonna start this shit gonna go crazy. Yes, you know what I'm saying. The, the goal so. Also, also think it's not. Go ahead. Yeah, man. I also don't think it's like our. I don't think it's our generation that's voting for Bernie Sanders. Like it's our parents and older folks that voted for Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? But that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I want us to be aware. We are aware. You know, we can't. We can't go to sleep about what's going on in this country. You know, it's the time now. It's that time. We we experienced we we seen the uh, the pendulum swing in our direction. We getting attention. We talking about what should we really need and want. It's time to capitalize, and this election is the first step. You know what I'm saying, and all these local elections is the next step. Then then getting our hand on eat this economic power is the next step after that. You know what I'm saying, like we have to stay in our bag and stay focused, and all these distractions. Kanye fucking West, fucking designer clothes, fucking you know what I'm saying. We do a lot of shit to take our mind off the off the prize, but we got to lock in. We got to lock in. Yeah. All right, let's turn it. Let's just... Go ahead, bro. 
Yeah, I was gonna say let's just turn the chain, uh, turn the page from politics. You know, we usually don't get on politics, but you know, no, we got really. we're, we're black men, and uh, you know, we live in this country, and you know, we we gotta have honest conversations. And sometimes it got there, you know, we got there. Um, it's gonna happen eventually. But I got some questions uh, that you know I need some player advice for. Um, that hopefully we can give them. Let's go. All right. First question. Um, I had a friend with benefits, but after we did the deed, we ate, talked, and watched movies. I dug him and his energy. I hit him up one day. Very different. I found out he was on Facebook. I found out on Facebook he had left town and had a girlfriend. He never mentioned her. Am I wrong for being hurt? Help. I don't think she's wrong for being hurt uh, if, if this is a woman. Um, but you gotta know what it is. I mean, if you knew what you were friends with benefits, you know what it was when you signed you know up. So I mean, I feel like you can you you can feel bad for the moment, but you gotta get off get off that. Yeah, feelings are real. So I agree with you, bro. Like, <clears throat> I'm not gonna dismiss your feelings because they're real. You had a good time. You fucked, and you you just you did some couple shit, and it felt good. But uh. You know what it was. You said friends with benefits. You didn't say I was talking to a dude and I wanted to date him. You said I was fucking this dude. <laughs> and yeah, and he doesn't really owe you anything. Like in this, in this, he doesn't owe you anything. He can have a whole girlfriend or she can have a whole boyfriend, and is and you should not get in the way. I, I think that if you do, if you make any action on this, you 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 suffer. If you do anything like try to tell her, yeah, I fucked him during this time. Y'all were probably talking. That's some cornball shit. This leads to your keep you funky about stalking. Yeah, let, let that man live his life. Like he got ghosted. Uh, see, so that's what it is. It's because people, people, people be seeking that closure and they want people to acknowledge what, what happened and shit like that. Listen, it don't always go like that, baby. It don't always yeah. go like that. You better just take, your, take the sex that you had, keep the memories, and keep it pushing. Yeah. What was the question? I want to hear the question, Ruth, because I really want to directly answer the question. Uh, let's go back. Uh, I had a friend with benefits, but after we did the deed, we ate, talked, and watched movies. I dug him in his energy. I hit him up on. I hit him up on. Uh, I hit him up one day, and he was very distant. She then found out. She or he found out on Facebook that he had left town and he had a he had a girlfriend. He never mentioned her. Am I wrong for being hurt? Oh. So he didn't no, tell her. You're not wrong for being hurt. Had a, she, he had a date. Yeah, so like, she's not wrong for being hurt. He just didn't give that information to you. I Hard wonder, are you mad because he didn't tell you that you had a he had a girlfriend or that you started liking him? Really, it's none of your business if you didn't ask directly. Those are the questions you should have yeah. asked before you fucked him. Yeah. <laughs> and if he liked you, then... <laughs> right. And then you have a reason to feel some type of way because you could be like, oh, I asked him and he lied. But if you didn't ask the question and then find out some shit, that's that's this part of the game. Shit, you better do your That's due. on you. Yeah, that's the game. They call it due diligence, right, Chris? Yep. Before you before you sign the fucking lease, you're supposed to read that motherfucker and be like, okay, I can't break it. If I break it, I might get, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So, sorry, baby girl. But I will say, no. The answer to your question, you're not wrong for feeling what you're feeling because when you have sex, you form bonds. 
and then you said even after the sex you had a good time that's a feeling that people want to recreate and they want to recapture like that's why you get in relationships because you could keep getting those good feelings from that person oh i like the sex well i like the time we spend let's continue to do this so i could keep the good feelings flowing so you're not wrong but let that nigga live his life and you go live yours it's over babe you got a yeah. whole girl don't ruin that happy home <laughs> I see. Right. That's what she want to do, Chris. You know that's what she want to do. I, I, I got. I heard the vibes. I heard the vibes. She wanted she to like, text that bitch. Yeah, she want to hit her up on Facebook, woman to woman. Like, hey, do you? I had your man, and he didn't tell me that you was involved with anybody. I just want to let you know that he's a liar. Blah 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 blah. Really? Yes. Yeah, like, shit. were you talking to him in February? Oh yeah, because he ate my pussy in February. Listen, yeah, the, she- the nature of things is are they overlap. So maybe when he was. He was, he was still, he was entering the relationship with his girl, and he was, he might have been entering you the last, the night before. You get that? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so, a good shot. It's a good shot. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, the answer to your question is no, you're not wrong for feeling that way, but you should keep your feelings to your damn self. Yeah. Or you could talk to him about it, but I wouldn't do that. Let it go. Yeah. All right, the next question I got, this is a young brother, or, yeah, say young brother. Uh, I'm 23, and I'm scared to have sex because I nut quick, and I only have two bodies. I can go rounds, but the last time I fucked was last year, and I don't have much experience. I don't want to be shamed for whack dick the next time I fuck, but I can't work on my game since I constantly get rejected. What do uh... I do? So I'll go first. Let me go first. All right, go ahead. Go go first. Go first. You can't be. You can't live in fear, my brother. You can't. If you're scared, that shit is gonna come out of your pores and it's gonna affect your performance and all type of shit. You need to get out of your head. So if you come quick, everyone knows a good tip to that. Uh, condoms help with that, and also maybe you want to jerk off a few hours before you have your meetup for sex, possibly. Yes. That's always a, that's a good pro tip. Um, maybe masturbate before condoms uh slow down uh foreplay increase your foreplay things of that nature and if you can't if you can come if you can't come and then keep fucking then um like i said just count your pumps nigga uh i think cat williams had the joke he said if you know you got 34 strokes (laughs) you get the 33 nigga get out the pussy (laughs) you know what i'm saying and then start your counter over but um i really think i hear that he he's 23 he doesn't have a lot of experience but the only way to get experience is to continue to be active. And you yes. can't be active if you're, if you're scared. Now, yes. I, I'm speaking from this personally, like I went through times in my life where I didn't have a lot of sexual partners during a, a period of time. And shit, when you come back, you're gonna be rusty, bro. You're just, it's just, there's no way around it. Like the only way to knock the rust off is to knock the rust off. So <laughs> jump in, bro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you painted it on the head at least uh for the nut and quit section, you know, practice also uh, masturbate ahead of time, but practice like uh, mas- when you're masturbating before mm. your sexual encounter, like if you masturbate by yourself, you know, if you know you're at 33, stop masturbating. Yeah, yeah. That way, Gain, like just like jogging, you jog and then you get to your point and then you try to break your 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 mile record or your time record the next time you jog so you get your endurance better mm-hmm. you go um, further and further yeah uh condos work as well um like you said foreplay 
But another thing I think I would like to, especially with experience, when you're asking for sexual uh, experience with your partners, I know it's taboo for men to give the impression to like they're not, like they're not that nigga in the bedroom. But ask your sexual partner, what do they like? Uh, you know, so that, or ask like to be taught. If you don't know how to eat pussy, the best way to learn how to eat pussy is ask a woman, how do you like your pussy ate? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then she'll teach you, and hopefully you'll take that knowledge and take it to your next partner. Mm-hmm. You ask her yes. how you like your stroke, how you like to get stroked. Now all women are different, but you know, stroking is stroking, right? So if you just like, she's like, all right, you know what? Put it from the back here. And you know, I like you when you go, you know, however she like to do it, take that knowledge over to your next, your next partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just how, uh, you know, rest in peace, Kobe. Kobe's like, you know, I saw Mike turnaround jumper and I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. So I asked him how he did that turnaround jumper. He taught me and I added that to my game. Asked, you know, that woman like you, I uh, liked her when she grabbed, uh, you grabbed her titties. Take that to the next next game when you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually a woman's going to like you because you fuck good enough and she's going to continue to want to fuck. And then that's the experience that you have and you're just exactly. fucking what fuck. Yeah, but that's a nigga. Everything you said is a pro tip, bro. That was great. I yeah. I want this young fella to really just relax. Like I I I feel that you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. And you're probably really horny, you know. <laughs> Especially keep you because you keep getting rejected, bro. The only way yeah. you gotta get get them numbers up, keep shooting them shots, keep, keep shooting them shots, bro. And you gotta don't get yeah. used to rejection, but you can't let rejection devastate you to where you take a lot of time off. You gotta bounce back quick. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? You get rejected, shrug it off, take 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 a few hours, be like, damn, that, that kind of hurt. My feelings got hurt, but boom, on to the next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's uh, plenty of fishes in the sea, my brother. There's a lot, bro. There's way more women. There's way more women than men. And bro, let me just say this. This is just this clip. All these niggas I heard talking, them niggas have gave out bad dick whether they know it or not. Is a bitch that they fucked that they thought they fucked the shit out of that they, they probably did a horrible job and they will never know. So don't be, yeah. don't be, don't be listening to these, these uh, fanciful stories about niggas talking about, yeah, I fucked shot this bitch, I fucked shot that bitch. Nigga, you don't fucking know. Not every if, nigga's hitting 100%. Nobody's nigga. I, I, I always love the baseball analogy. Bro, in baseball, if you bat 30%, you good. Yeah. Out, of, out of 10 pitches, if you hit three, you're a good batter. And even in the NBA, think about it. From yeah. the three-point line, what's a good three-point shooter shoot? From the line, Chris, forty percent, right? Forty and forty up. is you're an all star shooter. For if you shoot forty, if you if you shoot thirty yeah. percent from the three point line, forty, you like Clay Thompson. But Steph. if you shoot exactly, Steph shoots low forties. I think he had a stretch where he went high forties for a little bit. Think about it like that. It's a percentage game, okay? High four, bro. If you if you talk to ten girls in four and you get four numbers, that's good. If you fuck 10 bitches and four of them are satisfied, you, that's pretty good. <laughs> Obviously, you want to aim for higher than that. You want to do like, you know say You want to be in the 80 percentile. But just understand it's a number game, young fella, and let that fear go, bro. It's okay. Keep shooting. Also, work on your hygiene, bro. Like, it, it, switch up a little bit. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe try to improve yourself a little bit. You know, read more books. Work out more. Get in the gym. Make sure you smell good, you know, work on yourself while you're trying to get the women. Cause 
maybe you're just not all that. You know what I mean? Make yourself all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like especially that one. when you don't, if you think your game's not fire, yeah, especially when your game's not fire, you, you got to go back to the drawing board. Okay, I talked to this shorty. I said this. It, it didn't hit. Let's scrap that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't, or, don't keep reusing shit that don't work. Think about it like we talk about basketball. You have to have the intangibles. Shit, if you're not a good scorer, lock in on defense. Be Dennis Rodman. Get all the fucking boards. If you're not the most handsome guy, shit, be the most charming. Be the most funny. Be talented. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Be knowledgeable. And shit, if you're handsome, you, then you don't need to really need to be that funny. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's life. You got you to gotta fill in the weak areas of your game. Okay, the last question. Uh, this question, this person says, I had my wedding plan, but then COVID happened and our plans died. He asked me if we should have a small backyard thing. Frustrated, I explained that our relationship was about my dream wedding, not just the marriage. Oh, shit. He's not returning my calls. Advice. First of all, the way you came off in that message, I could already see the vibes you want. Talking about, it's about my dream wedding. Woman, it's a fucking pandemic. No one's supposed to be gathering in big groups. You want to have a dream wedding? It's going to be postponed, okay? Either you want to be with me or you don't. He's not returning your calls because you sound like a fucking diva. And you ain't Diana Ross. Unless this is Diana Ross. <laughs> Fuck out of here. There's two schools of thought here, man. It's definitely, you can see the man's side versus the woman's side. Like, women love to have, women want to have their dream wedding. They want to be walked down the aisle. They want all their friends and family there. And men necessarily don't really care about all that. They just want to get married because they love their woman. And it's usually the wedding is for the woman. Usually. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you some personal advice. Uh, I'm going through the same thing, my young brother or sister. Real quick, my uh, question. Going through the same thing. I had wedding plans and it got put on hold because of COVID. Um, and I shout out to Dot. Dot went through the same thing too. Yes, he did. If you really love your woman, if you really love each other, a marriage really is just a sign, uh, it's a legal thing, right? So if we really love each other, we can still get married and have our last names and still call each other husband and wife and continue to do that, that whole reception thing when things are clear. If we had a plan, mm-hmm. if we had a date to get married by on um, such and such day, why can't we still not get married, have close friends, you know, 10 or, 10 or so people, depending on your state's guidelines, and then when things are clear, we just have the reception that everybody else come. One, that eases anxiety the whole day, I think, in my opinion. You have, you're not worrying about 400 people or 400 guests and friends and family hitting your phone and all the other shit going on. I only got 10 people I got to worry about. My niggas and my family and your friends and that's it. Boom. You get married and then when it's free and everything's close to clear, we have that big reception that everybody wants to have. I think mm-hmm. that's, I think that'll probably work in this pandemic. It's important to be able to adjust and be able to Go with the flow, especially with this thing. Now, I didn't. We don't know if they put money down or anything like that. 
you know, that doesn't change the question, but it seems like she's being selfish. Briss, you sounded very logical, very thought mm -hmm. out in your response. This person doesn't sound like they're any of those fucking things. The nigga tried to do that shit. He said, yo, let's just have something small in the backyard, you know, while if you really want because I want to get married. She said, my dream wedding, it's not about a marriage, it's about my wedding. She need to sit she down deserves. and reevaluate some shit. If you ain't got no money to make sure everybody get COVID tested before they come to your shit, and da -da 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 -da, then you need to just wait, bro. Wait. Postpone. Talk about this goddamn wedding. Fucking Hallmark and Disney done sold y'all some fucking shit that you trying to live up to. That shit ain't about nothing. You spend 50000 on a goddamn wedding and your marriage don't last five years. What is it going to be worth? You're going to have to throw them goddamn pictures out anyway. And it sounds like the nigga done right. with you. He ain't picking up the fucking phone call. He ain't picking up the phone no more. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's, that's one of those like, yeah, I might, yeah, we might be done after this. But he probably just be being petty and not answering the phone. Listen. But I wouldn't be long, mad if he how long have you, like how, long have you, how long have you had the silent treatment and held up on the silent my it's, it's been a, about as long as it's been like four or five days. Like, yeah, when a nigga, when a, I'm right. tell you, nigga, when niggas don't really want to talk to you, we don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Like, we Man, can they play talk that about game. when a woman. They talk about when a woman's fed up. What about when a nigga's fed up? We need to make that song. When a nigga's <laughs> fed up. Oh, is that R. Kelly? Damn, we can't sing that. That is R. Kelly. Fuck, he got so many hits. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, great advice, Chris. I think she just take everything you said and do that because that's logical and it seems like it would work. But uh, if you want a dream wedding, then you never you need to go back to sleep. <laughs> At least wait, goddamn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, wait till 2021, nigga. I'm watching a commercial right now, and they're the motherfuckers are you have a mask on, they're wiping down the counter. It was like a, a supply store uh, commercial. And they're talking about how they're cleaning and being extra clean for the COVID. Bro, that's all people are worried about is COVID. Yeah. Not, not your goddamn dream wedding. And you shouldn't be worried about the shit either. What if everybody come to your wedding and they die? The fuck? <laughs> you, you, certainly your marriage is over if you're the case for everybody. Yeah, you won't get married, but shit, you're going to be a widow. Talk about Talk about uh, expenses when you got to pay for everybody's med uh, medical bills. Fuck out of here. You know Let saying? that shit go. Listen. Listen to what Brish said and do that, lady. That's what you should do, what he just said. <sighs> you know, thank you, brother, for hopefully these people hear us. We take the heed our advice. We give player advice to questions and want to give people the directions that they won't do nothing stupid and end up on the blogs or end up on the internet blowing up their 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 spouse's car or shooting up the block or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Just listen to Mother's Talks and you'll be all right. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, so our last segment of the day, before we get to your spiritual segment, um, our small business of the week. I don't know if there's, you know, I'm calling all black people small businesses, but we are a business, man. We're not a business, man. I'm a, we're a business. Man, man, <laughs> uh, it goes to the homies B time and unwind. Uh, uh, you know, Brittany, Ebony, and I believe the last the last girl name is Alex. Uh, I haven't met her yet, but they have a podcast and a YouTube channel where they're basically standing for the queen Beyonce, which I'm staying. Well, no, we're not stands. Uh, 
I'm a stallionaire. I don't. I'm not. I don't think a part. I'm a part of the hive, but I'm a big fan of Beyonce. So each, I don't. I don't know if they're each week, but they sit down and they talk about the news dealings with Beyonce. They drink wine, tell jokes, play games. They're quite entertaining to keep it 100. Um, I want y'all to fuck with us. So fuck with them. Um, subscribe. Um, and you know, learn some information about Beyonce. She just put out that new documentary, Black is King. Very dope. And, and Black is King. Yes, sir. And um, you know, new retelling of the Lion King, which I'm gonna show my kids before I show them the original Lion King to keep on hunting. Um so shout out to them. Salute to them. Uh their Twitter's name is different than their Instagram name. So the Instagram is Beats Time and Unwind. So B-E-Y time and unwind. And their Twitter name is just no E-Y. So it's B-T-I-M-E. Go and listen to those ladies, man. Support. Support black businesses. Support black women. Support black women creatives. Support everybody black. Except for the raccoons. Except for the raccoons. raccoons. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, Bruce, uh, for that. Yeah, what is uh take us out with the spiritual moment of the week, Terry? I got you. Um like I said, I don't have the answers. I just have a lot of questions. And when I do get a little bit of uh insight or some facts to try to share with the people. And I want y'all to take this message through the week. Um you're supposed to struggle. We are all supposed to struggle. Um, I don't know who ever guaranteed anyone in this life that there wouldn't be any struggle or there wouldn't be hard times, but they lied to you if they did guarantee you that because I think life is really about the struggle and you recover from it. Like, it's like you go through something, you recover. You go through something, you recover. You learn your lesson, you recover. And um, also, and I just want people to remember that. Like, so if you're struggling right now, don't think that you're alone. Don't think that, it's, that you're by yourself. I want you to understand that it's really... That is life. And I've been reading a book. It's called Laws of the Spirit World or Laws of the Spirit World. And um, they have a very interesting concept. The concept is that after, after you die, you go to heaven. There's, there's heaven and there's also hell. So there's three levels. One, two, and three is hell. Four is like in between, which is like kind of like earth, which kind of sucks still. <laughs> and then five, six, and seven is heaven. Those are the levels of heaven. And in this, in this book, they talk about in the spirit world, whatever you, whatever, however you live your life, that, that plane, that level is what you go to and you stay there forever. But you can move up, but it takes a very, very long time for you to move up after you die. So what most people choose to do, they say in this book, is they reincarnate. They come back to earth and they live their life because it's much easier to progress to higher levels when you when you're on earth it's kind of like an incubator for your for your soul like it kind of speeds up whatever you're you know what i'm saying so if you're good on earth if you reincarnate you come back to earth and you're really good you can move to a high level faster than if you just stay in the spirit world so a lot of people in this book they say a lot of people choose to come back to earth and reincarnate so they can move up higher you know you want to get to the highest level of heaven where you're the happiest and everything is good so if that's true and we're all reincarnated they life puts you through tests so that you can move higher up. And I really like that concept. It's like you come back to earth and you're tested constantly. You go through things. You, 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 you have temptations, you have addictions, you have losses and the way you're so, and hopefully you react positively to those, those, those losses and all those tribulations. 
that when you do die and go to the spirit world, you live in a higher plane. But unfortunately in this book, it says that most people, when they come back to earth, they don't move up, <laughs> they go down because the <laughs> earth is so corrupt and the earth is so bad. And most people that, you know, they fall into bad and negative habits, but I want our listeners, I want our listeners to kind of be conscious that struggles are going to be happening. Struggles are going to be real and we have to handle them in the best way so that when we do leave this plane and we go to the spirit world, we're in heaven and we're not in hell. And the way that they describe hell in this book is just people are disformed, disfigured, it's all black, it's dark, and you're basically tortured forever. So um, we don't, I don't want you guys to go to hell. So I want you guys to understand the struggle is part of the, it's part of the plant, it's part of the, it's part of the earth, it's part of what, it's part of life, and we have to go through it. And I don't want you to get too down on yourself because I want you guys to be able to overcome so we can all live in heaven one day. Boom. Uh, what's this book again? Uh, it's called Laws of the Spirit World. Um, the, Actually, the, I like yeah, that. Law, the, it's The Laws of the Spirit World. It's by Korshed Bahanavagri. And it's, uh, it kind of just gives you like ways, how you should be living. It's kind of like just a spiritual book to tell you how you should live. But it gives like details that. about the spirit world because it's basically this um these two brothers, they die and then they, they try to comfort their mother and they talk to her about the spirit world to kind of comfort her and they tell her all about what happens after you die. I like that a lot. I mean I already I already really believe in uh karma a lot too, so that makes a lot more, a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked on Amazon and <laughs> I looked on Amazon and sold out so that I can tell you how people are, what people are going through right now. Yeah, I have it on Kindle. So like, yeah, it's definitely on Amazon. And actually this book was recommended to me by uh, Dot's Lady. So I actually picked it up after she told me about it. So yeah, really good read. Um, it help you out, you know, kind of understand the struggles and kind of, it's, it's, it's really just trying to compel people to be good because they're like, yo, you don't want to go to hell because hell sucks. And if you're not good, you go to hell. And understand that life is not going to be easy. You know, it's it's really it's really tough out here, as we see in twenty twenty. Fucking nuts. Nothing well, but. Uh, for the for the uh, great book that you put me on, and you know, keeping the keeping the spirits high, um, keeping throughout all this. You know, I, people are going crazy. I want to say crazy. People are having like medical, uh, mental breakdowns, and, you know, their suicide rates are up, anxiety is up, and everything under the sun. So, important to keep your spirits high. Uh, yes, sir. Pray to God or whatever, whatever religion. Make sure you believe in that. You pray or whatever you need to do to get your spirit right. Because at the end of the day, man, man can only do so much. I'm pretty sure the spirit world is a lot more hectic. Mm. Well, in your heaven, it's not so hectic, but hell is very hectic. <laughs> well, According to this book, God. not that I believe everything, but I do like the concept. So yeah, yeah, it's dope. I I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna subscribe to it. But uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Miles Talk, the safe place for keeping the player where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Uh, check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. You know, once we can uh, visit each other, you know, safely, we'll be working on some YouTube content. 
So uh, thank you guys again. And remember, on the path to playerdom, there are three rules to success. Three. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to the code. And wear your mask. Uh, so we'll see you next week, man. Peace. Uh, Fuck being good, I'm a bad bitch yeah. I'm sick of motherfuckers trying to tell me how to live Black hoes hate under my pictures on the gram Ugh. Bitch, you better hope I never run across your man uh. In the mall with him, I'ma have a ball with him oh. Somebody call Rihanna, I'ma buy some drawers with him He fucking with the staying cause he in the wild he women Put them legs on his head, now yeah. he love tall yeah. women uh. You'll never catch me calling these niggas daddy no. I ain't lying by my nut just to make a nigga happy nigga, Lifestyle when a nigga can't fit a magnum It never happened if the dick wasn't snapping I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit Finish income on my outfit I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit Finish income on my outfit I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty These bitches mad mad, they wanna, they wanna, they wanna Solitary down for solitary shoes With the bitches shining, looking like the moon Said she wanna party, wanna let it lose Busting out my back, I'm sharing all the loot It's John up in it, it It's a dime dollar, I stand this Lamborghini on one wheel 12 o'clock, and I got my gun clock, and I'm on one pill Monday, always a Sunday, pick a time to drill Get my ladies, I'm getting my paper, I'm getting my trees 1,000%, keep it 1,000 with me Started with my sports, so I can't chill Money over bitches, gotta play the field Coronavirus diamonds, you can catch the flu Trapping bandos, walking Jimmy Choo Choo, choo, choo Yeah I'm outside in an AMG, right outside, TT, two-turn baby girl, you know me, still with the dolls that I grew beside, all the niggas around me, right or they die, gotta watch the time cause it's flying right by, I'm outside in an AMG, right outside, TT, two-turn baby girl, you know me.